Welcome to Getting Ahead with Career Success, the podcast for The Ohio State University students and alumni from the College of Arts and Sciences. More than resumes, career success is your center of opportunity and connections and is a great source for information that will help you pursue your professional aspirations. As the nation moves forward through COVID-19, many businesses have found that they appreciate the flexibility of having a remote workforce and plan to maintain this work arrangement in some capacity moving forward. One of those businesses is Lower.com, a leader in financial technology in the mortgage industry. Working virtually, also called working remotely, working from home, virtual employment, or working in a virtual space, has many pros and some challenges. On today's episode, I spoke with a representative from Lower.com and one of our own career coaches who has worked in the virtual space since starting with us this past spring to get some tips for staying on task and connecting with your coworkers. My name is Rachel Shonian and I'm a talent acquisition specialist at Lower.com. We are in the fintech realm of the mortgage industry, so our goal as a company is to really streamline the lending process, just make it a seamless and customer service driven approach for all of our clients. So we're helping people all across the country refinance and purchase home loans. I graduated from Ohio State back in 2013. I actually went for education. You know, I always like to tell the students that I interview you know, keep your, keep an open mind, your major, your degree doesn't, you know, kind of define you. Obviously, you know, I'm in recruiting for a mortgage company now. My name is Mark Runco. I am a career coach uh, within the office of career success. I started my role in the office right when COVID hit. Before coming to work at Ohio State, Mark was employed by a company that managed students in an online environment. My experience working virtually uh, in the past has been uh, working for a company called Education Management Corporation, and I worked with students uh, either doing admissions, and then I moved over to career services, Um, and so I was working with students all over the country to either get enrolled in school or possibly work on some career success type things like uh, working on resumes and cover letters and looking for jobs. Rachel's first virtual work experience came about due to COVID. In response to the pandemic, Lower.com transitioned to a virtual work environment for many of their employees. I've never worked from home before, and we've actually, we've been working from home since March, since the whole COVID thing happened. It was it was a shock. Um, I was a little nervous at first, but I feel like I've been actually way more productive. You know, I'm such an extrovert, so I love people, and it's hard, I think, sometimes, but it's been so great to utilize Zoom and Teams. We, you know, we're such a big advocate for Teams. We're always doing like weekly and daily touch bases and meetings and check-ins and things like that. So I think that's super important to do. When a business transitions to a virtual work environment, some aspects of the business may remain face-to-face. The service and retail industries in particular often need to have direct interaction with their clients. Other businesses are able to have their employees work remotely, but need to host onboarding and training in person. We are considered an essential business, so we're able to still use the office space, primarily for new hires, onboarding, getting them trained properly. You know, since we have a structured path for all of our new hires, you know, when they're moving from one position in the path to the next, they'll need to come into the office, work with our management, our training team to get adequately trained um, and up to speed before they can move home to do that job. Maybe once every couple weeks, we'll go into the office to meet our new hires, to give a new hire tour for the office, just to 
kind of step back into the office and, you know, get that feeling of, oh, wow, I miss this place. <laughs> Luckily for all of our, like our sales and operations staff, you know, we had never worked from home before with, you know, the, the systems and our leads that we use. So luckily they were able to kind of test that before this happened to provide a more smooth transition to working from home. So it's been doing, you know, really well. Our sales goals are just, we keep achieving them and getting, you know, more and more sales each week. So we're still doing really well. As you think about your own career goals, it's likely that many available jobs in the near future will have remote work options. I asked both Rachel and Mark for their advice on what questions a job seeker should ask when interviewing for a position they know is virtual. Most of their advice revolved around technology. I would want to know or, or make sure that whatever you need was going to be available to you. You know, at OSU, we have things like Box. We use Skype for video and that's how we get all of our calls and stuff. I would want to make sure that if there are documents or files that you have to work on, where are those going to be placed? I'm full, I feel fortunate enough to where I was at OSU before. And so coming in, I knew how to access a lot of, you know, components, whether it be Box or um, how to get into Zoom or how to use Skype. So um, this wasn't totally new for me, but, you know, going somewhere new, you need to make sure that your, um, your technology is situated. And then, you know, will you have a laptop? Knowing those little things, the technology piece would be probably one of the first questions or first things I'd want to know uh, moving into a virtual setting. Ask what type of expectations might be set for them and their type of position that they're coming into. I mean, I think as Speaking from a recruiting standpoint, we do a really good job of explaining very thoroughly how the onboarding is going to happen, what we, you know they would be expected um, to work on first. I would definitely you know ask about you know will I be provided equipment, especially to thinking about how our team communicates. So like I just said with Microsoft Teams, that's a huge piece along with email. Um, you know, whether you have group text with your team or your new hire group, um, just staying in the loop and communicating is a huge thing. And then kind of too, I think a big one is, you know, are the hours still the same? What do the hours look like? And things like that. I think those are the key important things to ask. Rachel also shared some basic expectations your employer may have for you when you're working virtually. Definitely think it's important to always still um, be on time. <laughs> I know it can be easier to show up a little bit late if you're working at home. So I definitely think that's a big one. Um, I think just understanding what your daily, weekly goals are, your metrics that you need to meet. Like for us, whether you're in sales or operations or any other type of position, you know what your goals are, what you need to do. Weekly meetings or daily meetings or check-ins, you know, when are those happening? How often do I need to be a part of those? You know, don't always just kind of sit there silently. I would say if you have feedback or if you have any ideas, I mean, we're a company that loves the innovation and, you know, we want to hear what you have to say. If there's a better process for something or, you know, an idea you want to implement, always speak up. Um, even if it's just something day-to-day -day that you're seeing on your end with whatever your goals are or the metrics or expectations, um, definitely have that, that open transparency. Um, I think that's gonna help solidify a lot of things in the beginning and kind of as you go through the position virtually, I think that helps. Um, I, don't, I always say you can't over communicate. I would rather over communicate than under communicate. Whether it's roommates, family members, or a pet, you'll face distractions when working from home that you wouldn't have if you were in an office environment. A lot of people would encourage you to set up a space to use as your home office. This might be a card table in the corner of your bedroom or a specific spot at the kitchen table. 
You'll want to remove as many distractions as you're able to and make sure the environment is camera ready in case you have to take a video call. Others recommend sticking with a routine and wearing professional attire to get yourself in the right mindset. You know, I'm always closing my door, kind of treating it as like my own office. If you're a person who needs headphones and kind of you get in the zone with, with headphones and music, do that. You know, definitely still act like, you know, that time frame that you'd be at work is still, you know, the same in, at your home. Ways to stay on task, uh, I think, are trying to, uh, doing your best to eliminate uh, outside influences. Um, so if you're in a house and you have a bunch of people around, it's trying to maybe find that one room to where maybe you can seclude yourself for a little bit just so you can stay focused. Another way would just be to do your, do your best at maybe just making some notes so that you stay on task. Um, it's easy to forget things and you start thinking about, you know, five million different things. And so uh, making some lists and being able to, to check those off so that you can it's okay to maybe get off track, but you know you, you have something to kind of get you back on track. So um, just making some lists um, or even like reminders on Outlook or maybe even on your phone, uh, that could help out a lot too. Both Rachel and Mark called out the importance of taking breaks as a tool for helping you stay focused and on task. You know, making sure I give myself a break. Sometimes I'm bad about not giving myself even during lunch, like I'll just go to the kitchen and then come back and keep working instead of actually taking that full hour, maybe going for a walk, getting some fresh air, taking the dog for a walk. When we started this whole process, I found myself almost like working right through lunch because it was just very easy just to grab something and come right back to my seat and just keep on rolling through work. But uh, I think trying to find ways to get loose, to shake loose from the computer. If you were in the office, you'd probably walk down the hall to go see a coworker. Even though you may not have thought of that as a little bit of a break, it was a bit of a reprieve from, you know, sitting at your computer and staring at it all day. So um, being mindful to um, taking that walk, maybe it's just doing some stretches just to shake it up a little bit and get the blood flowing and maybe um, help you be a little bit even more productive. No matter what your next steps are, Rachel has some words of encouragement for you in your internship or job search. Yeah, I know. I mean, I know it's a kind of a scary time, um, you know, to be job searching. No one expected this, something like this for us to happen. But um, I would just, my advice was just to not give up. Don't give up hope. Um, you know, there's a lot of companies out there, dependent on the industry, um, that are hiring and looking for great talent. And, you know, whether you're a new grad or you've been out of school for a while and maybe you're getting into a new industry or a new role, um, I would say just keep trying and, um, you know, it'll come with time. But just because it's all virtual doesn't mean it won't happen. So if you're a student at the College of Arts and Sciences at The Ohio State University and you're ready to connect with like minded leaders learning to tackle 21st century challenges, career success provides great opportunities for you. Visit our website, go.osu.edu slash career success. Explore our signature programming and events. Make use of the extensive resources on our website and connect with a career coach to help you with your internship or job search. If you're a professional interested in helping students prepare for their lifetime of opportunity, we'd love to connect with you about presenting during a program or helping out during an event. The Center for Career and Professional Success at The Ohio State University. Communities, connections, career success. Yeah.